I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, November 28th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, we are recording this at 2 p.m. on Sunday, right after the Canada-Croatia game. Tough game, Croatia won 4-1. Any thoughts from the from the match? If it could only be a two-minute game, it would have been awesome. Yeah, you know what? Those <laughs> those two minutes, that's all I needed. I just needed the two, uh, first two minutes when Alfonso Davies scored and Canada got their first goal in the World Cup ever. I was so excited by that, and it gave me so much hope for the future that the loss, it kind of made up for the loss. I think it did, because I was pretty excited too. And I, I don't mean to sound like a commentator, but like you have to think this showing and the excitement around this team has implications for the next 20 years of Canadian soccer, honestly. I'm an optimist. I think so. And just the energy, you know, if this was the summer, TJ, the energy around the World Cup would be way bigger, would be way more excited, be way more fun. And so that's why I'm excited about 2026 when it'll be held, games will be played in Canada. I already started sleeping off your tickets. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Brett, aside from a disappointing loss, what a great team. What do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, there's an inquiry into the Emergencies Act that just ended. For our second story, there's a change to how some houses are taxed. And for our last story, insurers have a new headache. For our first story, the public inquiry into the use of the Emergencies Act to break up convoy protests earlier this year has officially come to a close. Convoy said like it was forever ago, Brett. What happened at the inquiry? I know. Well, there's a bit of a delay here. So six weeks of testimonies from politicians, protesters, and citizens will feed into a final report on the findings to be released early next year that will seek to answer once and for all whether or not the government was justified in invoking the act. The act defines an emergency as a temporary, urgent, and critical situation that seriously endangers lives, health, or safety, and it's of such proportions or nature as to exceed the capacity or authority of a provincial of a province to deal with it. Now, invoking the act to clear the blockades, which block trade routes for major industries like cattle and cars, and also allow the government to do things like go after funds, supporting anything deemed as an illegal activity. You might be wondering why the committee matters. Well, from a reputational perspective, the first ever use of emergency powers in response to also unprecedented protests drew widespread attention from the global business community who previously saw Canada as a stable, nothing to see here country. I don't see it that way, Jay, but that's <laughs> that's how other people see it. Canada's finance minister said the situation ran the risk of causing, quote unquote, possibly irreparable harm to the trading relationship with the U.S. and that major bank CEOs had expressed concerns about investment in Canada. The bottom line is this, Brett. Canada is far from the only country that experienced pandemic-era protest, and the Emergencies Act hearings serve as a reminder that, despite being a pretty calm place, our economy isn't immune from the global wave of political instability. For our second story, starting in January, profits from sales of homes occupied for less than a year will be 100% taxable as income, barring exceptions like death or work relocation. So, Gee, why is this tax change happening? Well, the change aims to stop house flippers from abusing tax exemptions that apply to the financial gains from the rise in value of a primary residence. The success of these types of trials has been mixed, but the most recent ruling on such a case mostly went in favor of the CRA. And this matters because increasing taxes on a practice in which the only goal really is increasing the value of a home is one of the ways that government is trying to cool excessive price growth in the Canadian housing market. While prices have trended down in a big way this year, the national average home price in October was still 19% higher than pre-pandemic. Similar to the foreign buyer ban, this law targets deep-pocketed people trying to make a quick buck to the detriment of housing affordability. 
But there are concerns that the bill won't do much to dissuade house flippers as they'll factor the extra tax into their budgets and increase the price at which they list a home for accordingly. For our third story, when insurance giants listed climate change as their biggest concern in a recent survey, they probably didn't expect the headache that protests against climate change would bring. Here's what's happening. Recent attacks on some of the world's most valuable paintings from Van Gogh's Sunflowers to London National Gallery's Gustav Klimt's Death and Life and Vienna's Leopold Museum by climate change activists have left insurers on their toes. So activists have, you probably have seen this, scribbled over or thrown various liquids, canned soup has been a top pick, at pieces kept behind glass or screens, causing only minor damage to frames. Still, the acts have led to higher art insurance costs. The artist Antoinette told Reuters her premiums would rise 12.5% next year, up from usual 3 to 5% bump. And to zoom out, the art market is just the latest to see its insurance premiums jump because of climate change and the activism that it has inspired. With average annual severe weather claims projected to double over the next 10 years, costs are already being passed on to consumers through their higher insurance premiums for businesses and homes. And here's the bottom line. As the risks of damages by natural disasters rise across the board, insurance companies and insurance holders will have to brace for higher costs across the board, which may include some more gallery cleanups. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, I have another team on the World Cup and they actually play today. Yeah, I guess, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not even sure. I, yeah, I, I guess I'll I guess I'll support the USA now, but I'm, a, I'm an England guy. That's who, I, that's who I've got going forward. But I'll put the USA second. Well, they're pretty evenly matched as we saw last week. Brett, have a good day. You too, Jay.